Here we go. This is it. We're doing it. Episode number 202 Ooh. of No Laugh Track Podcast. <laughs> my my guests already made me laugh. That's a good start. Uh, this is Justin Severson, the host. Thank you, Circle of Heat, as always, for letting, your, letting us play your music at the beginning of the show right there. I was lucky enough. I had a free night, so I came down to see these guys tonight, uh, last night. You should come tonight. I, I came last night, and they're here with me right now. First time on the podcast, Kyle Ayers and Caleb Sinan. Is it Sinan? Sinan, like Sinan in your name. Yes. Yeah, see? Great start. Great start. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I was on the phone with a, uh, the state trooper thing, trying either trying to do a fundraiser, they called me, you know. Mm-hmm. It was a local number. Minneapolis, I picked up. Hey, uh, boy, you're, the, you're enjoying this weather? You know, you're the first person today that sounded friendly from St. Paul. Thanks a lot. Uh, he wanted me to donate money, and then at the end, he mispronounced my name, and I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, man. Well, that's the thing. is uh, I'm not that attached to my name. I've never really liked it, and uh, I don't really like anyone in my family, so it's <laughs> fine with me if you mispronounce it. He sins off on you saying it wrong. Also, don't care for my first name. So, <laughs> Oh, okay. Fine. Okay, fair enough. Uh, that one's easy. I will remember that one. I know how to pronounce that. Caleb. So, fellas, no, we should... Kaleeb. 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 <laughs> His rap name is Kaleeb Sinan. Kaleeb Sinan. <laughs> uh, let's start. History in Minnesota. Have you guys been here before last night? Never been here. No. No. It was not. And, and honestly, last night, all we did was drink at the bar here and then go back to the hotel. So yeah. we haven't s- still really, really taken in Minneapolis. There's a bar. Yeah. There's the hotel uh, back at the hotel. And we went to the radio station mm-hmm. uh, and then here again. So we need to really go and look. And see what what's here, lakes. See lakes. What, yeah, other ways to get to this bar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Really, uh, you could you could rent one of those bikes. You ever consider doing that? That could be fun if it's not raining tomorrow. Could, we could do that. Yeah, you could get here from the. Uh, you could cut your time in the walk from here to the hotel. <laughs> Down from a minute and a half to just right around a minute, Perfect. looking for bike parking, locking it up. <laughs> yeah. If you're running late, that, uh, that can but happen. But the the best part so far was the Uber ride from the airport. Uh, it was beautiful. I saw all kinds of sights, and uh, I probably should have done that because now I'm like, I saw them. So, but I should go really look. I should go actually. Yeah. I spent my the Uber ride here. The guy found out I was a comedian. I wasn't joking when I put that. I actually told him I was Caleb. Oh, that's funny. Um, this is Kyle talking. Yeah, I saw and that. So I, I said I was because Caleb had put something about it happens all the time getting in taxis right. or in Ubers or something. And Caleb had put something online about bo- basically bombing in front of his Lyft driver. Yeah, he saw that I had a microphone and he was like, "You a comedian?" And I was like, "In his yeah. picture, he didn't just have a microphone with him." In the <laughs> way. To get in the car. <laughs> oh, I guess I'll do a bit. I got my sound system. He just like pulls a red curtain behind you and handing him my business card. Could you put the radio on six thirty a.m.? That's where my Mister Microphone. I'll hang <laughs> it's just you putting ambient crowd noise on yeah. a radio station <laughs> for the background. Most obnoxious comedian. <laughs> but I forgot that, you know, your Facebook profile picture is what your Lyft driver sees. Oh, okay. So he could see my microphone, and so he asked me if I was a comedian. I'm like, yeah, because it's hard to get out of it at that point. Like, what am I going to get out of What am I going to tell him? <laughs> microphone salesman. One time yeah. I hosted a fundraiser. And uh, so he's like, well, tell me a joke from your act. And so I was like, uh, and yeah. so I was like, okay. Because, uh, you know, he's driving, you know, he what if he's, a, you know, what, doesn't let me out until I do. So <laughs> I tell him, I think of a nice short joke from my act that does well. And I told it to him. And he said, your timing's off. And he didn't <laughs> laugh. And then he didn't say anything else to me for the rest of the ride. <laughs> So that's that's how I got welcomed into the city. <laughs> yes, I did, got, oh, so what good. did you think of your timing? Was your timing off? My time, I'm, I'm headlining at the Acme Comedy Club, <laughs> son. I, uh, I got yeah. that Acme timing. I got in the Uber at the airport here, and he was asking why I'm in Minnesota, and we were talking, and I was like, I'm a comedian. And he's like, oh, I'm like, yeah, I'm doing Acme. Uh, and I just was like, I'm, my name's Caleb Sinan. <laughs> and he goes, oh. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, do you want to do any jokes? And I was like, sure. And I sort of just went through like your dad and the phone. And and how do you do that without a microphone? Oh, I just sort of was making my voice go like this, and then putting the voice back in front of, and, and then I was like explaining to him having a microphone. Did it work good? Uh, and he he went, <laughs> Caleb, that's a good name for a comedian. <laughs> Caleb, my name is in the Uber app, but he never. <laughs> 
He never put that math together. Well, I you don't know, think. stage name. He was really yeah, my stage name. <laughs> Caleb Sinan is my stage name because Kyle Ayers was too similar yeah. to Caleb Sinan. People were making, <laughs> and so he him. was just like he was like, <laughs> Caleb's a good name for a comedian. Congratulations. I was like, thank you, and then we didn't talk. Zero other words until we Perfect. got to the hotel. I'm going to start telling everyone, every one of my drivers, I'm Kyle Ayers. <laughs> it might be fun to be like, oh, what, what's your name? I'm Ron Funches. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, I was like, you should come to a show. I think it'd be funny if he came. And then I came out, and then someone else came out named Caleb, but didn't look different enough from me yeah. to where he couldn't remember what had happened in oh, his car. <laughs> I hope he comes. Has there ever been a good circumstance when someone rec- uh, finds out you're a comedian and then goes, well, re- oh, well, tell me, make me laugh. <laughs> Normally, I tell especially cab drivers that I invented a board game and that's my job I tell them I invented Monopoly for socialism (laughs) (laughs) and I'm just like yeah I just invented a board game that's my job it's like Monopoly of socialism and they're just like okay Uh, but then I was in San Francisco and I told my driver that from the airport and they and the other person in the pool both pitched me board games and apps oh, like they were super excited like oh that sounds great you know what i'm working on and i was like oh, i already hate san francisco what would, so what would monopoly for socialism surely there's a, a funny oh you pass go and you distribute 25 percent of your wealth amongst <laughs> the players and even if you're not going to pass go you can't pass go till everyone else gets to the last space and then you all pass go together <laughs> Hand in hand. Yeah. Well, it is interesting uh, on capitalism just because the capitalist monopoly, it, no one's happy in the end, even no. the winner. It ends like regular capitalism where... It's like Citizen Kane. You're you just, just put it away. You won and you just destroyed everyone that's close yeah. to you. You're happy and alone while your family's in the other room wondering if you're still playing. Everybody else is watching a movie by now. <laughs> it's just you and that last sad guy. <laughs> yeah. Count it. Like, yeah. you're making them count out properties and stuff. <laughs> I don't even know how Monopoly actually ends. I think you elect Trump at the very end of the game. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's how the world ends. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm really bored, I'll go on, um, what is it called? No, I can't think of it. Uh, the fundraising uh, app. What is it? Uh, GoFundMe not- or GoFundMe. Kickstarter? Kickstarter. I'll go on Kickstarter just to see what people, uh, you know... I don't have any money to throw behind anybody yeah. like that state trooper guy found out this morning. <laughs> but uh, but I do enjoy looking to see people and men telling people that you're a board game creator. Yeah. If you go on Kickstarter, that nine out of ten are board games. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's like the thing. Nothing I got make- a board game. It's going to make me millions. Nothing makes me more pro-Trump than when I see a Kickstarter someone puts up that's just like, I want to go on vacation to Italy. Help pay for it. I'm like, yeah, you gotta stop. Uh, I hate, uh, and there's there's some comedians that will do that. I've seen comedians be like, "I want to go on a tour, but I don't have any dates booked, and uh, I don't have any money. I'm probably uh, not good enough for so this. So if I could get <laughs> if I could get two or three grand, uh, and if anybody has any leads on shows, and I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about? You want to do the comedy for <laughs> yeah, me? Yeah, where it's when like I, get there. I hate when people are like, "Ooh, millennials," and then somebody does that, and I'm like, "Oh, I just hate yeah, it whenever the, it those people are right." Yeah. Uh, I don't mind my yeah. house burned down. Can you help me pay yes. for some of my stuff? Someone else made this. Yeah. But Can you help me buy Kevin a house? Kevin Socher, a great comedian from Atlanta, had this great bit where he's like, I've turned down, I have ignored so many legitimate medical Kickstarters that I'm not going to donate to any of them. That's a good yeah. point. <laughs> he's like, I can't justify your new t shirt company throwing you 20 bucks because someone had a broken neck and I was like, ah, oh, they're almost there. Yeah. It's crazy that there was there's never been a company ever made before Kickstarter. Right. right? How did people In do the it? history of the world, no. was there ever a company created before Kickstarter? See now you, you are sounding like Trump now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. These give people that like give me money give me money. Oh oh I want my <laughs> he gets so like my dad watching he gets the Godfather. So silly. <laughs> Where he'll like, do you see him when uh, he was like, "Here's what John Kasich's like." He's like, "Ooh, daddy!" Like it's the silliest. The childish mocking isn't where he loses me because I do that all the time about people. Yeah, but I've never seen like you never saw Obama be like, "Here's what Hillary's like." (laughs) (laughs) How incredible would that be? I think it's such a weird Obama. This is his whole, his whole, especially with this this election here, but his whole presidency, he's always taken such a high road with things. (laughs) Like he's never. Out of all the crap until this year, which there's nothing more fun than an outgoing president. 
Oh yeah. Who has nothing to do anymore? I mean, he has work to do, but he has no no one's he doesn't have to be held accountable anymore. He can say whatever he wants. He's not worried about What's really being funny reelected. Is his approval rating is I think the highest it's ever been. Yeah, and just because he's being funny and saying funny, just stuff like all you time. guys, he does podcasts now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and he's always he's doing I, Jerry Seinfeld's web series. I, I saw, watched. Did you watch yeah, that, that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he did good. I, I did li- too. Yeah, I like it. I, he has a science fair at the White House, which is my favorite thing. I think think about there are things that he has done. And I am a, I think I like Obama. I'm not a massive Obama fan. Like a big, I'm not like, it's huge, but I like him. I like him too a lot, the mm-hmm. person. He has done things. Can you, can you imagine anyone who's candidate for president right now pardoning a turkey? Oh, oof. They have to do that. That's a thing they have to do. Right. And Obama can do it. And W could do it because it's, he's like kind of goofy. Uh-huh. Yeah. And can you imagine any of these three people doing it? <laughs> no. No. And can you imagine any of these three people running a science fair at the White House? Bernie Sanders would be learning too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Trump also... would be not believing too. Uh, so you tell me that's going to shoot a potato? How far? Or just think about like Obama being funny with Jerry Seinfeld in the web series. Yeah, uh, and uh, there's all the people now. It's like it's hard to imagine them being as as cool. We will. We we've, we are taking for granted how human the president is. While also right. still being not a human, being better than all of us because yeah. he's the president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I, hard. Caleb, you you brought up some politics in your uh, act last night, Caleb. Oh yeah, I love politics. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Do, what uh, when you? I'm not trying to you know pigeonhole you, but uh, do you? Is there a channel you go to to get all the uh, you know? Where's the best place to find politics that you find interesting? Um, I just I'm I do as much of everything yeah. as I can. Uh, a lot of it is on Facebook, yeah. just because I have so many comedian friends, and then people who go to my dad's church, and then people from college. So I get all, I, and I don't block anybody. Okay, even if you're the creepy guy from eighth grade. Uh, who has the same profile picture <laughs> since 2006. It's uh, Einstein sticking yeah. his tongue out. Even if out. you're that guy, <laughs> if we're, there's literally not one picture. But some of those people are real, and I'm like, oh, I went to high school with this guy. I remember this guy. He just No one loves him enough to take a picture of him. So I'll be add nice all those one, people. Yeah. And so I love to see what everyone is doing. So I just usually go to whatever they go to. Okay. I'm like, here's where the super hard right conservatives go, and I'll read their things. Yeah. And then, you know, all the Bernie bros, I go to their websites. And so I just like to see, and I have, I know, I will never block anyone just because I enjoy the. Uh, it really is how insane some people are, and and it's fun to really get instead of having a bubble where because we were talking about this earlier, like some people who they they only have other people who like Trump on their Facebook, sure. so they're like Trump's killing it. Everybody loves this guy. It's like, well, no, your two hundred friends do. Not everyone, believe me, loves him. Yeah. Uh, so I like to have everybody on there so I can see. How differing the opinions can be. I really. This is a good year for news websites no one's ever heard of. Right, right. (laughs) This is a great year for like uncut righty donkey butts dot being cited as a news outlet. Well, it's also somebody. (laughs) The news can begin because I like to go to Google and type in keywords and then go down to last hour if I if I'm following something. Sometimes the first person to say something that Bernie or Hillary or Trump did is some guy on Twitter who just snapped the first picture of yeah. it. And that guy now has 10,000 followers, and that's the news story. And like 50,000 websites citing a guy's photo from the internet. Exactly. They're like, so uh, yeah. I just, the internet's amazing that way, is that it's a little bit of everything. Obviously, I go to CNN and Fox.com yeah. to look for things, but. Uh, I love how uh, spread out it is. I love how much different information I can. And the Young Turks is great. They have no, <laughs> they're low budget. They're the Young news. Turks? It's an online news. It's okay. a rap group. Oh. So if you look at the, their channel, it looks like a news thing. There's the desk, and it's the, but they don't, uh, there's no censorship. There's no ads. So it's fun to see how news goes when there's no. Uh, Interests outside of who's delivering right, the so news. Right, so they're cursing, and they're not, uh, you know. Because some 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 news networks you can tell they picked a long time ago who they liked, sure, and the news kind of goes that way. Who won the uh, Who won the primaries or caucuses in your home states? Do you uh, guys know? California still hasn't done it yet. Yeah. Well, how about where you know you're uh, where you're born? Oh, in Georgia, it was Trump. It was Trump. Yeah, yeah. hands down, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Missouri was also the same, and uh, Hillary. Although Missouri ended up having a recount in the Democratic 
because it was very close. Well, I can't remember who won. Uh, if it was Bernie or Hillary in Georgia, I'm Hillary won Hillary. Georgia. Yeah, yeah, and New York was Hillary and Trump. We, which makes sense. Here in Minnesota, do you know who won? Who? It was uh, now I can't even think of his name. He's not in it anymore. It wasn't Hillary. Uh, the little uh, little cute. O'Malley? Fellow. No, no. The uh, from Florida, from Florida, uh, not from Florida. Republican. He? Rubio. Oh, Rubio. Oh. Rubio. This was his only win. If he sticks with it, man, I think wow. he's got a chance to have <laughs> dropped out already. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't even win Florida, right? No, correct. Got Minnesota. Oh. That's so interesting. Yeah. I wonder what it is about here that was like, nope, we're I, going our own way. No, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it was very odd. Let's, uh, I want to, time is flying here, and there's a million things I want to get to, especially with two guests here. Uh, let's talk about some things that, uh, well, let's, let's go with this. Kyle, first comes love. Yeah. I was looking at some of that stuff. Let's talk about that. Okay. So, well, f- yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, First Comes Love is a show that I run outside of, uh, it's it's a comedy show where a few years ago I got uh, drunk and put an ad on Craigslist saying that I ran a porn company. Awesome. Right? And I'm, I run this company. I'm looking for writers, and I want people to submit scripts. I didn't put this up with any intention except seeing if anyone would respond. And you have to buy job ads on Craigslist, so I spent like $30 and just bought an ad. And I was like, I run this company. We're looking for unique voices in the adult film industry. Please submit a three- to four-page sample. Had no idea what would happen. Go to bed, wake up, have about 100 scripts by that afternoon. People just sending stuff into me. And I cannot believe it. And now I had, I, a couple years went by, and eventually I just started running a show where comedians and people verbatim act these scripts out on stage. And it's important to emphasize verbatim and emphasize that no one in the show wrote them because we leave everything in. And sometimes it covers interesting territory or they're racist or they're not they're not that politically correct, but some of them are actually really good. And so now we just have people act them out. It's incredible. Uh, do you do any of the acting or you get involved in I, I am on stage reading the stage directions. Okay. And sort of talking about what's happening. And the d- there's time. no uh, actual sex. No, no one in any of the shows has ever had sex with each other during the show. Well, I just want to make sure the audience um, knows that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's having sex. It's, it's, it, it's, see, what's crazy about it is it doesn't come across sexual. It comes across as like in one absurd joke. Like, we are all here together. We can't believe someone wrote this. Yeah. We just can't believe this ever happened. Now, I saw some pictures of it that you had online. Yeah. And it did seem like like no one was naked but it did seem like people were uh in provocative uh positions yeah. and guys like in underwear with their shorts pulled up really high maybe when you when you when you take a snapshot and you see you stop the motion it looks weird <laughs> right but it's fun it's all goofy no one's it's never been we it's always just a really really fun time it's so much fun now i have about 5000 scripts on my computer ridiculous and some of them are like they they sort of fall in categories to me where it's like this is funny because it's bad. Yeah. And this is unusably bad and not funny. This is really good, or this is funny because it's good. There's some of them that are just good and impressive. Have you met any of the people that have written these? No. No. Um, They've never no. shown up to one of the shows? We are creating the show is going to be a mini-series on Howl, which is a podcast service. And so the people whose scripts were using for that, I contacted and told them what was up. Because I didn't want, cause then now I wanted to pay them. Oh, okay. So the people who have been used in any instance where uh, the show was making any money, they're making uh, the biggest cut. <laughs> some of them, some people were like, no. So then we took theirs out and we didn't do them in the shows. But some people were like, this is hilarious. So they've, so it's actually like turned into a writing job for them. Yeah. A paid job. Yeah. That's you know, five, some, it's been five years for some of the scripts. That's I had I, I did this before I ever really started doing comedy in New York. Really? When I first moved to New York. I kind of was down on a lot of things and didn't do comedy very often when I first got there. And then, just for whatever reason, put this ad up and just thought it would be funny. And then just, just had them on my computer. I had them on my computer for a while, and then I'm like, this is weird if I just have these. <laughs> like, if someone found my computer and there's, like, Kyle has a whole folder of porn scripts that's never come up, like, in his life. I just love the guy who, like, finally gets money from you for mm-hmm. it. Like, being so pumped. Years. Like, they all told me I'd never make money writing <laughs> these fake porn one scripts. Of them, one of them was a kid who was a freshman at NYU wrote this There Will Be Blood spoof. Oh, wow. And it's probably the best one. Uh-huh. And it's called There Will Become. 
and parentheses I spank your milkshake and <laughs> it hits all it hits everything yeah. if you've seen the movie it hit, it hits every beat and every catchphrase in the movie and it's funny and it's good and his cover letter was a whole separate document that said make me famous bitch I don't know if I can cut but that's what it, the yeah, whole sure. document said and he <laughs> attached that along with it and then five years later I hit him up and he was like I cannot believe this is happening and I sent him you know whatever for the, the use of the script amazing you know what else amazes me is that how many people found it so quickly what were they searching for I, that right, is, right some people responded in five minutes and how, I was like well you how? had that you didn't write that since the ad was up here like some people responded so fast there's no way they wrote That's the script true, yeah. in that time you're like oh I got a musical that was like 35 pages with six songs <laughs> like six mp3s I'm like you didn't write this tonight has that one been performed? That was the first ever show was just pretty much acting that one out and with the music and everything. And it is bad, um, but it's fun. It's just really fun. And I like the audience really, really likes the show. And I like traveling around doing it. So so the ones that are going to be this web series, have you filmed those already? Are they... We have. It was in um, Los Angeles and Chicago and New York. We filmed three episodes. And yeah. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Where are people going to find it? It will be at howl.fm is the website and okay. they're like earwolf is a podcast company sure this is their premium services sure. how but you can check it out and do a trial and listen in june anybody who listens to podcasts knows uh knows earwolf yeah well how did i one of the pictures i saw i had ron jeremy oh yeah <laughs> yeah ron jeremy for the brooklyn comedy festival last year we i was just talking to people we were, we were doing the show at the festival and the, they were like hey we have this lead we think we could get ron jeremy to come do it and i was oh like bullshit <laughs> and they're like no we think we get ron jeremy to come do it he's super funny and a nice guy and i was like yeah that would be very fun i've been sitting on a Cosby Show spoof. Oh, no. Oh, no. And there would be nothing more perfect to me than Ron Jeremy playing Cosby uh, in this scene. And so he comes to do it, and my fa- he is so nice, and I have so, many po- I have so many positive things to say about Ron Jeremy. Nice guy, funny, good with his fans, nice to people, everything you'd want, super tired all the time. That's the but he gets there, and he's like, I don't need a script. I already memorized. And most times I let people read what? scripts on stage, and he's like, yeah, uh, you know how easy it is for me to memorize three pages of bad dialogue? It's <laughs> 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 like, so I can do this on the car here. Yeah, and no so shit. he's practicing, and he comes up to me, and he says, uh, could I bring tigers to the show? Huh? And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, I have a friend who has uh, three baby tigers. Could I bring them to the show? And I think he's joking. And so I'm like, yeah, sure, we'll put wigs on them. It'll be funny. We'll put them in the scenes. And he goes, okay, cool. He pulls his phone out, and he has a flip phone, sure, and <laughs> he pull, goes to, in his phone to someone named Gary Tigers NYC. I was like, how many, <laughs> how many Garys with tigers do you know? <laughs> or is there how many people with tigers in New York do you know? Yeah, right. Or how many Garys in New York do you know? <laughs> And he calls Gary Tigers NYC, and he's like, you think you can bring those tigers down here? And he's telling me, he's like, they rarely act up. And I'm like, you can't reinforce this with rarely. He's like, he's a good handler. And so I'm like, that's, I am just like, I'm, this isn't my call. I literally just host the show. I don't run the venue. I don't run the festival. Like, this is not my call. So I'm going to say yes. A few minutes go by, and who does run the venue comes back, and she is like, uh... I'm I'm hearing there are live tigers coming. Do I have to come back here and say no live tigers? You know what? Okay, this is me doing that. Uh, no live tigers. <laughs> so she nicks the tigers. But he was so funny in the bill. He told he was like, "Don't let my manager know that it's a Cosby thing because he might stop it." Because he he the show on paper sounds so weird, and then doing a Cosby thing right, sounds right. so weird. And he's like, "Mike," but it's super funny and. You know, the scene is Bill Cosby tries to drug a girl and then a bunch of women murder him with dildos. And perfect. So it's perfect. It's, you know, it's a pretty feminist show if I had to uh, give it the wrong term. <laughs> feminist. I couldn't believe he had these tigers and then he was so disappointed. Poor guy. You could have had tigers. Could have had tigers. Great guy. You were this close to tigers. This, uh, you're, always, you're always surprised how close you are to tigers. <laughs> that's what, that's... Uh, that's the moral of the story. Yeah, I think that was Kant that said that. <laughs> Only if there's a Gary in your phone book. Though. That was crazy. <laughs> that, that uh, is nice true. guy, though. Uh, Caleb, you did Conan I did. last year. Was that uh, first 
first TV, late night TV? Uh, yeah, that was the first late night thing I did, and uh, they were it was incredible. They're very nice. They're very nice there. They uh, they do a great job of uh, of making it less crazy than it needs to be. Yeah, because it is pretty weird. No one there knows you're going to be there. Everyone in the crowd is you know it's it's in Burbank. It's a bunch of families on vacation and stuff. You know, R- right. People are like, well, let's go see Conan, and then let's go get some, uh, you know, uh, funnel cakes. Sure, you know, or maybe I, they were waiting in line for Prices Right. Right, it's, then... it's a, you know, it's a, it's their thing, so they don't. It's and it's a little weird too because they're like they got we saw Conan that was great, and then you're at the very end, yeah, uh, and you got to do five cleanish minutes yeah. uh, to a crowd that is a little unsure why you're there, uh, and then. If it goes bad, there's no time for them to add in laughs because they, like, it was three hours after I did it, it was airing on the East Coast. So, I mean, it was a very quick turnaround. So it's a weird thing to do at all. Yeah. Uh, but they, they have a good laid-back atmosphere there, and uh, they did a great job. And your set was of, great. Of making it. Thank it was you. very funny, yeah. I lo- I'm, uh, I've always been a fan of Conan, mm-hmm. and I love that he's the one that gets in gets on a lot of the uh, comics, yeah, a lot yeah. of the young comics. It's been happening a lot uh, recently. Steve Gillespie was just on mm-hmm. uh, on a Monday, but a month ago, and then like three days later he was here at yeah. Acme. Doing I also really like that he's letting people be a little bit more creative and outside of what they're doing and stuff right. like that on, yeah. on there. He's yeah. like super supportive of... It's like funny first. It's always been like that with Conan. Yeah. Like right. So who did you, uh, I'm always curious, who did you bring with for the experience of going on Conan? Uh, very funny comedian Rob Hayes okay. from Atlanta. He's in New York now. Uh, great. He did Adam Devine's House Party and Last Comic Standing and stuff. So yeah. He's, he's, he's so funny. Really good. He just happened to be in, in L.A. that week. And I said, hey, do you want to come to Conan? And he said, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well. Get in the car. Let's go. <laughs> that is very Rob too to just be around and be okay with just coming. Yeah. <laughs> you want to come spend it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, uh, it was funny. Some, uh, a few of the writers already knew who he was, which was fun. Oh wow! Uh, and uh, yeah, one of the writers came in, said hey to Rob, and then did not even look in my direction because <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they knew who I was. Oh, you're Rob's friend. I think they assumed Rob was on the show. Oh, and, no. uh, <laughs> my girlfriend came as well, and she really enjoyed uh, sitting at the desk and because they let they know that it's. Fun, right? Yeah. So, they're like, if you want to go sit at the desk and awesome. take pictures, you can That's go. That's cool. So, yeah, they're they're really cool about it, and uh, they give you a lot of snacks, and uh, they give yeah. you a nice little room. And That's great, the snacks thing. Yeah, Was booze really an cool option? Uh, no, uh, but next time I do it, I th- I'm really excited about an idea I have. I want to bring a margarita out and then set it on, take one sip and then set it on the stool okay. next to me. <laughs> like a big, giant margarita? Yeah, and, not, not, and with a big umbrella and like huge salt rim. <laughs> a pitcher of margaritas. Yeah. And then when I sit at the desk with Conan, I want to have one for him sitting there. <laughs> so you like, could have someone bring it out to you. Yeah, even. right when they thro- throw to the credits. Because uh, I've never one time Rory brought a beer out and I thought that was so funny. Yeah. So I think it'd be funny to have the dumbest, yeah, silliest <laughs> drink. And then if like if they start clapping, like go take a sip real quick and then go back. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> so who was uh, who were the other people on the guests? Did you get to meet them? And it was Sharon Osbourne and Donald Glover. Okay. Uh, and I didn't get to meet Sharon. She was the first guest, and she jetted out of there as soon as she was done. She's very. And important. she had a different dress- dressing room. So I, and she was on the like way other side. So I didn't get to meet her. But uh, I got to meet Donald Glover, and he was really nice. And uh, I got to meet Andy Richter and Conan and almost everybody except Sharon Osbourne. Yeah. So okay. if you're listening, Sharon, <laughs> it's it's on. Uh, but, yeah, it was great. It was a really, really fun. And it's bizarre, too, because when you're done, it's still bright outside, you know, because I tape it. Uh, right, yeah. It's in the afternoon. Late so, night. Yeah. So you get done, and it's the sun's right up there in the sky. Uh-huh. And you're just like, well, what do you... You could go hit an open mic. It was so weird, <laughs> because after the show, it's me and Rob and Babs, my girlfriend, we're just sitting there, and we're like, so you guys want to go eat dinner? <laughs> it's just weird to be sitting there like, I was on Conan. It is and like, and then like seems like pizza. a delayed gratif- gratification so, type thing. It's one yeah, of the I most bet. bizarre things in the world. Did, uh, did, did you watch it on TV that night? I almost didn't get to, because... Uh, we were going to watch it at my next-door neighbor's apartment. Uh, and this is right after I moved to L.A., so I didn't have any a lot of friends there. So I literally just – I was – we had to knock on my neighbor's door because uh, we didn't have cable. We didn't, like, we just we just moved. Uh, we hadn't even totally finished everything. So uh, we just – we're like, hey, it's me from 
when we take out the trash at the same time. Uh, can I sit on your couch and watch myself on TV? And she's like, <laughs> <laughs> just, it's a weird thing to, to do. And you're oh, like, man. no, I have a girlfriend. It's Los no, Angeles, no. though. They just understand that. Hey, can I sit in your apartment and watch and me on me? it was so funny me? because uh, I knew all the jokes. My girlfriend's heard all these jokes. We all have, <laughs> we're all familiar. Like, these are my jokes that I've done the most. Yeah, these yeah. are the top of the top. Yeah. So we're just watching it, enjoying it. It's not like we're dying, like... You'd be a dick to be like, oh, boy, my joke was funny that I told <laughs> Boy, did I get eye good. So the only person that's laughing is my neighbor because she's literally never seen. I don't even know if she knew if you asked her what I did for a living. Uh-huh. Yeah. So she was just like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Whoa. If the first time you ever see someone is doing their absolute best. You should have made one of those on reaction TV. videos. Yeah. She was like, wow. All right. Yeah. At least it doesn't turn out like the reaction videos when a kicker misses a field goal. Yeah. yeah. I should have. It was pretty funny because she was like, "You're funny," and I was like, "Thanks, thank you." <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it was. A, it was a fun. It was a fun experience. That's fun. Hey, did you leave with a souvenir from Conan? Uh, I took my little uh, name, name yeah. from the the dressing room. That was pretty cool. Hell yeah. Um, and uh, next time, I really hope to hook up that margarita thing. I started thinking about that before I even picked. Before I even started thinking about what jokes, I was like, definitely margarita. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Just because I would love I think that's the dumbest thing in the world. It's and so I think fun. That, I think it'd be funny. Dear, uh, you've already mentioned it, and I know you meant, and you mentioned it when I was at the show last night, that your father is, was a preacher. Is a preacher yeah. still, Okay. Yes. And uh, there's so, but, but I, first I want to say- It's going wanna... up tonight in a few hours. Yeah. Um, there's so many Who things- that? The Lord. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many things from your act, both of you guys, from last night that I'd love to just sit here and be like, that one thing was so funny, but I'm not. I have notes. They're just for That's me. That's okay. There's but, worse things you could say. But I'm not going to do specific yeah. compliments. But I will say, just I can sum that up by saying that last night, both of you were, were very funny. Um, but the, one of the many things that stood out is when you're talking about your father being a, a preacher and then the, um, the ring, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, first off, I want to ask is, is there. You could probably do. Could you do a whole hour just on being a you know the son of a preacher? Yes, um, but I would prefer to not put just a normal comedy crowd through that. <laughs> just because they're like, all right, we're going out tonight. This is our weekend, and then it's just the Lord for a long time. They're like, right. well, we could have gone to church. Uh, but I would love to do a show that uh, is like that, where everyone knows, and it's a thing like, hey. I'm a stand-up comedian. I'm not clean, particularly, or I'm not like a clean Christian comic. But if you'd like to hear me do an hour about growing up in the church and all like religious-based humor uh, that might not be completely unsacrilegious, it'd be—it's a long poster. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I don't know if I could do it. But I would love to do, like, sometimes when I do a show in my hometown, a lot of people I know who are similar to me come out, and I can do a little more of it then. But uh, I would have to, it would have to be advertised correctly. Yeah. Uh, as, hey, have to be the reason they came. Yeah. Like, hey, if you guys want to hear some irreverent religious humor from a son of a preacher man, come to this. Uh, but I could, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, but uh, it's always weird to do something that specific for that long. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't, I wouldn't feel, kind of, especially here, you know, the crowd would be like, why'd that guy just talk about, <laughs> that's a whole lot of that. The song, Son of a Preacher Man, is that your least favorite or most favorite song? I think it's a great song. Yeah. And, but I also, I'm like, I've met a lot of preacher's kids and I never met one of them that was that good at sex that a lady wrote a song about <laughs> it. So that's clearly what she's talking about. Like, he sure did teach. Maybe it's what about did he you. teach you? I know what she's saying. But uh, yeah, we're not a... <laughs> There's a whole lot of guilt involved, uh, but <laughs> yeah, I do pe- like the song. Do people come up to you with their uh, after your shows when they hear your joke about the uh, promise ring? Uh, did they come up with their own stories? Of a lot of people do. A lot of people will be like, hey, I was homeschooled. I had a promise ring. Oh, my God, it's the worst. I'm so glad you did. And I'm like, it makes me feel pretty good. And I'm sure there's a lot of people storming out in a huff like that guy making a mockery uh but yeah a lot of people i mean a lot of people were raised the way i was i mean it's a i mean ted cruz had a big following i think they're all that those kind of people uh you know super conservative evangelical people 
and uh, it's a lot. It's a big chunk of the country. So, and uh, some of them come out to shows. Yeah, uh, which is weird. I never think they do, but sometimes I'm surprised at how many there are. Is there more of a southern thing? I don't think I heard about these rings until one of the you know the Jonas Brothers right. were teased about it. Um, it might. That's be, a good way to get your news, uh, though. <laughs> it's. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know about it till the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> like so many things. Yeah. So All right, the Jonas Brothers I, thing on Benghazi was just really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> They were the ones that uh, found out Hillary Clinton had a private server. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to rhyme with uh, private server <laughs> six times in one, in one chorus, but you know. But yeah, that's it's pretty po- – I knew a lot – we used to go to homeschool because I was only homeschooled for a few years, and then they transferred me to regular school. But we used to go to homeschool meetups and stuff, and they'd be packed with weird kids. And uh, I like that it's like we're homeschooling this kid. If only there was a way to have all these homeschooled kids interact together and still learn. If they just had one building where I could send my kid every day to learn (laughs) and interact with other kids. Well, I remember being so uh, so dumb and naive because I'd be like, I don't want to go to that like vacation homeschool losers, and I'd be like, oh well, I'm a loser. (laughs) But I was all these other kids. You meet all these losers just like me. (laughs) The one cool kid. Yeah. So. How many kids in your family? I have a brother and two sisters. And so. everyone was homeschooled? Um, we were all homeschooled for an amount of time. Okay. Um, my sis- my oldest sister was homeschooled until, I think, seventh grade, uh, which, I mean, I think she had it worse than anybody. Yeah. You know, she's going into middle school with homeschool hair that's all way super long and, uh, you know, just with the promise. It's It's... It's already hard enough to be a girl in middle school. I think might be. I think being a girl in middle school, I think, is you know, as close to serving in the armed forces or something. I, I, it's awful. It was so much worse than being a guy. I think, at least, went from what my sisters went through. Yeah, uh, just it's like the, the movie Mean Girls. Uh-huh. It's just brutal. My oldest daughter just turned, uh, or actually, she's just about to turn ten. So, yeah, it's rough. Yeah. I would, you know, guys would try and punch each other in the balls, but that was that was the only. If you could just block that and deal with that, the physical harm is fine. <laughs> yeah, uh, we used to always pull our chairs out every time someone tried to sit down and like l- make them injure their backs permanently. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that stuff doesn't sit you with you like emotional yeah, but scarring. Does, yeah, the uh, the emotional stuff. Like I would watch, I would look at like some of the stuff other girls would write in my sister's yearbooks, and I'd be like, this lady is evil. Yeah. Um, like one of them wrote in my older sister's yearbook, like, I'm sorry you had to settle for that college. Ouch. Um, but I think you're going to do great. And just like, <laughs> just like, mm, like the, the last, they can really cut to the, the last core. day of school. The last time you see somebody, you're just going to like get that last thing in there. The core thing that they know will but cut you down. But I still understand yeah. all these nemesis. I've just never understood it. Here, and take uh, this with you to your shit college. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be in your yearbook for the rest of your life. I, that's, it's just like, I don't even know why we're letting them go to school, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Did we let them vote on that? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, so I'm glad. It is, though. It is, yeah. Just another benefit of being a man. Yeah. Finally, we have one. <laughs> but the, the being punched in the nuts 800 times, that did, that's bad. Oh, I got yeah, pretty tired. That out it didn't too. help that Jackass also made it a fun game oh, for yeah. a while. Made it hilarious. You want to play the game where we throw a cue ball at each other's nuts? Yeah. Oh, uh, before we do, how far away can we get? That way I might hit you in the face. And it's also like um, that male-on-male... And I want to be careful about how I say this. You know how guys just sh- show their dicks to each other constantly in middle school? Yeah. yeah. They just take them like take them out and like, ha ha, look at You show at me that. and I show the teacher. He shows us. That's sort of like... <laughs> or just like guys would like take it out and like, try and hit you with it. And the first time, I'd like the, to say I don't know, but yeah. The first time you're Why? in the, the like, having to change for PE, it's just And also just like that anarchy. no one, if you tell someone, hey, another guy smacked me with his dick, they laugh. It's not considered sexual harassment. Right. It's not considered anything. And uh, funny, yeah, it's considered funny. It's but like, I'm like <laughs> that exact thing with the lady. That's he'd be in big, big, big trouble. Yeah, but why? I don't want to be smacked with a guy's dick either. No, I that, I haven't thought of this in third, thir- twenty long but time. I got in trouble in fourth grade, sitting next to the. I was sit- I got sat in, uh, next to the 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 troublemaker in class. He pulled his dick out one day mm-hmm. and. I had me glance over and look at it, then uh, made me get, tap the girl in, in front of me to have her look over. Then she told the teacher, I got in huge, huge trouble. 
It's yeah, crazy. But you saw the same thing. Why didn't you get like you know? You both saw I'm that a, thing yeah. you didn't want to see. You're in trouble for it. Yeah, I was. We were both victims. Right. Yeah. I don't want to see no dicks. No. What's the best case there? Y'all just both saw his dick a minute ago. <laughs> that's the best case scenario. Is remember a second ago and we saw that dick. But is surely that's not an equal thing translated into the girls in middle school aren't showing their vaginas to each other as jokes, right? I'm not. I have no knowledge of that. None of my footage says that. No. (laughs) No. And as much as I hated it, being punched in the nuts and looking at dicks I didn't want to see, still think it's they had the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Still think it's worse. But I don't want that to happen anymore. I hope, I don't want people. If I have a son, I don't want him getting smacked with dudes' dicks all day. <laughs> See, yeah, it's just you know that's why I can't get into the progressive culture that you're pushing. Is that too progressive? Too progressive. Too progressive. <laughs> we were damn happy to have them dicks to be slapped with when I was growing up. Yeah, it is great. It, it's it's just a lot of different pressure on girls. And it's also like when those guys go on to to be. Like in the city council and stuff, or like I'll see a girl being like, "I said yes, I'm marrying the guy that smacked Caleb with his dick, yeah, eight hundred <laughs> times in seventh grade. This I, is the love of my life." I'm so, like, that yeah. guy's an idiot. So happy that people I grew up with are taking their kids to the dentist, who also is this guy I saw bong Jaeger one time, like driving a car. <laughs> yeah, like, and now this is your dentist. <laughs> well, yeah, and I just don't, that's why I'm so I don't think anyone should have any power because they're all those people. Yeah. If if you are smacking no guys one was you born don't know 30. with your dick in seventh grade, that's what you do to guys you don't know. What yeah. are you doing to women you know? Ooh. I'm just saying. I think it's awful. proposing. <laughs> Sometimes I want to message the girls on Facebook and be like, "Don't marry, don't marry, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> don't marry this guy." I don't want to marry you either, but don't uh, marry this guy. I have no horse in this race, but he just slapped me with his dick 12 years ago, and I think about it still. And and it wasn't just me; it was every guy right. in the locker. Have room. you heard of the Whirly Bird? Yeah. <laughs> I'm also remembering that same guy that pulled his dick out in fourth grade was the, uh, he's the one that introduced, well, he didn't introduce me to pot, but he's the fir- because of him, it's the first time I saw a joint. He had a rolled joint in his box of jumbo crayons that he was telling us he was supposed to sell for his mom. <laughs> he's like, you sh- actually sharpen his joint on the box of the crayons? <laughs> this is in the back of it. Sharp joint. Yeah. He, he turned out well. It's always like those. I always remember the people who had the cool parents, who would let you like smoke and drink over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, how much would you hate that guy now, or that mom, or that dad? It's like, well, if you give me the car keys, you can. I'll drink with you. <laughs> I think it's cool. I'm glad somebody's doing it. Sure. I think it's safer that way. Yeah, yeah I mean, kids are gonna drink. They're gonna do it anyway. I don't know. Was it hard? You know, my dad was a teacher, so I, and it, for a few years, he taught at the same school that I attended. Uh, so I was always worried he was going to hear about, you know, through the grapevine, something I did wrong or whatever. Was that ever a problem for you, dad, hearing things yeah. through the grapevine? Um, but From Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the holy grapevine. Did a burning Lord. bush in Arquivada and um, everything? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's, uh, I'm also like, what are the, uh, what are my dad? Is my dad going to be getting a haircut at the same time as this guy who just gave me some weed? Probably not. <laughs> what, what guy's going to be like, hey, me and your son? Like, <laughs> it's probably not going to happen. And now it's cool. You know, once you're an adult, it's like, uh, whatever. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I did I did worry about, and you also have everyone knows you're the preacher's kid. Yeah. So no one's going to invite you to their party. You just know it. Because yeah. they'd be a bad, I wouldn't invite that guy. That's certainly what you can <laughs> think. I was throwing a party now. Let me round up all the sons of clergymen. This is going to be fun. <laughs> One metal band shows yeah. up. There's the band called Sons of Clergymen. <laughs> so whenever my dad would be like, he would ask me, like one time I came back from a sleepover with me and my two other buddies who didn't have any friends in college. I mean, high school. <laughs> we didn't get invited <laughs> oh, to any parties. Geez. Or so we would just uh, hang out and like watch movies or, or whatever. Video uh, games. And uh, I didn't drink or do it. I did nothing in high school. No substances, no fun. Um, and I would get back and my eyes would be bloodshot. And my dad would be like, what were you doing? You smoking weed? You party? And I was like, I want to be like, Dad, no. I, thanks, t- thanks to you guys, no one's ever invited me to that. <laughs> <laughs> me I'm and my sleepy. friends were staying up watching all the Oscar nominees like losers with my buddy's parents. We just got to know what to talk about. We just stayed up late. <laughs> we wanted to see Platoon. Yeah. We wanted to, we wanted to watch Conan. <laughs> It was a big deal. We stayed up late and did that. I, don't know. It's I wish you had a reason to be more mad at me. Yeah. Yeah. 
Sorry, but no. Yeah, if you only knew, I'm the one you don't have to worry about. And then I was like, so what? And this was in eighth grade when he accused me of that. And I was like, is that what you were doing? You were smoking weed in eighth grade? But, uh, you know, no, didn't do it. <laughs> that, uh, that's funny. I do think of things about, uh, like I said, my oldest is turning 10. And I start thinking about things I did behind mm-hmm. my parents back at that age. And I'm like, man, it's I think She's parents. Not, I think parents well. generally know what's going on more than they ever let us know, though. Yeah, I think like, so too. My mom knew what I was doing up in my room. No one, you know, I mean, you're not sliding anything by them, and they just let you get away with it because they thought they got away with the same stuff. Yeah. when they were a kid. Yeah, you're probably right. They know what's up. Yeah, uh, it's so funny to me when uh, you hear some of those groups be like, uh, <laughs> "Don't don't masturbate." Uh, it's against. Uh, it's some people call it self rape. I saw some groups. Uh, like be super Christian, and I'm just like, okay. So what uh, are you trying? Like you're a, you're an adult man, and you're telling me you don't do that. So what? Are, when are when are you going to explode? Your body's gonna puff up like Willy Wonka. Yeah. That's how like to, one sect of the whole. I just was made. don't believe it at all, and I don't think anyone is not unless you don't have the parts. You're right. doing it. Yeah. So don't. What are you talking about here? Yeah. I just can't believe people are still pretending that that's an option. What are you going to do? There's got to be a study, like a medical study, about how good it is for you. It's like claiming to not fart. I'm like, well, you're lying, first of all. (laughs) And second of all, why? (laughs) What are you talking about? Just because you're not doing it right now in front of me doesn't fool me. Yeah. Yeah, but do you like it better when a girl farts in front of you or it pretends like she's never done it? It just doesn't even have to come up. Yeah, but if you're like, don't fart in your own rooms, in your own houses. like, uh, Yeah. what, What is the point here? Yeah, that's a very good point. That's a very good point. Uh, Kyle, mm-hmm. you uh, I forgot that I had already known your name from that roof breakup. breakup. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you, uh, is, is there a day goes by that you don't, uh, like every, I've got to be the millionth uh, media thing in a row where someone's Yeah, it comes up. up most of the time. Yeah. Um, it really blew up more than I thought it. I didn't have any intent of it being, you ever like, you work hard and you make all this stuff. And, like, I was telling Caleb, I, like, had other things I was working on that I was like, this is thing, people are going to love this. And then in the midst of all of that happening, now nah, everyone just got super on board with some tweets. And no one saw all the stuff that I like, put all this work into. <laughs> everyone just, I mean, but most days still someone will, like, find it or it will come across someone's yeah. Twitter and then they will say something to me. How many uh, Twitter followers did you gain when that was? 50,000. And then I lost 40,000 of them. You're kidding. No. Really? That's how good of a follow I am. Eighty <laughs> percent of people will go out of their way to stop hearing what I have to say <laughs> once they realize. And then I've like I have some Twitter followers. I've like gotten more since then, just from like you know, I tweet about politics and stuff. You know, people, since then I've just gained some, I guess, on my own. Yeah. Um, but yeah, at one point I had like fifty-five thousand, and I think I had five thousand before that happened. Got to fifty-five thousand. Got down to fifteen thousand. <laughs> it's just. Wow. I can't deal with the pressure of that big audience. Do you know what I mean? I really crumbled. Well, it's also what do they do? They expect you to continue to only overhear breakups. <laughs> yeah. This is I not followed what I you, signed up so for. You were, at one time, I was just on a train, and I was I was started to type out. Uh, this couple is asking us for advice on their breakup on the train because it was a couple I saw on the train who the guy was like, do you all believe her? <laughs> like what she was saying. And then I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to go down this path oh, of wow. even putting that on Twitter because then people will, it's like if Scorsese brings up making another movie with De Niro, everyone gets sued. That's exactly what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which one are you in this? Uh... Uh, still just me at home. Um, yeah, no, it's so I was just like, I don't even want to go down this path again because yeah. I've had people say, I forgot I followed you for this. I'm unfollowing you now. <laughs> like people will send that to me. I'm like, yo, you could have just had done it. So I added my. I even added to my profile. I'm like, you forgot who I was. I saw that. From this. I and saw that. Yeah, it's very I, funny. I, I guarantee it. I lose. It ebbs and flows so much. I'll yeah. lose four or five hundred followers in a day sometimes, and then I'll gain a few hundred sometimes, and then it just it like up. It's like two steps forward, one step back ever since happened but i lost forty thousand followers in probably six months after i gained them all i mean a lot were probably robots i hope yeah probably yeah do you uh i'm sure you guys saw that um chewbacca mom who we all love now on the internet right i saw the picture i didn't get to watch it she put on a she bought a chewbacca mask somewhere and then it made her laugh a lot yeah i like that 
Yep. Sounds good to me. And she recorded herself laughing <laughs> at the mask a lot. Because the mask opens its mouth, right? Yeah. It, like, the mask, like, moves with you. It, yeah, when you open your mouth, it, it t- fits tight enough. It opens its mouth, and then it does the, the Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's trying to talk over it, and it makes her laugh, and on and on. And I also on. love how there's so many things like rooftop breakup. It's two words. Mm-hmm. But if you people know what that is. Chewbacca mom. Yeah. Two words. Yeah. And people, like Star Wars kid. Yeah. Like, there's just things on the internet. If, if you can get it down to that quick of a description. Yeah. Because yeah. Chewbacca and mom have been words for a long time, but now it's... Those two. Especially mom. Yeah, especially mom. <laughs> mom probably maybe longer. After that, the the breakup thing happened. Like a week later, a guy tweeted like like he like got in a fight with some woman on an airplane, and he was like live tweeting. He's like, "This lady's mad at me, and she's sending me notes on napkins." And while that was happening, he messaged me, "I'm making this all up. Let's see if anyone can figure it out." Like he just like created a fight and oh, wow. tweeted both sides of it, and then eventually, yeah, everyone found out. But he's like the producer of The Bachelor or something. Oh wow! Oh, oh so I did see that. One. He like yeah. messaged me and he's like, "I'm making this up." <laughs> I was so like, "Okay." Making up uh, relationship drama is something he does. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Sick burn on the on the Bachelor guy. I don't want to. I the one the one time I've ever been involved with The Bachelor is a guy I went to high school with was on it, and he got blackout drunk on the first night and kicked off the show. And my sister's a big fan, and she's like, did you know this guy? I mean, I can say his name. You could go. His name is Ryan McDill. And he got super drunk and just started yelling at everyone. And it was the best television I've ever seen in my life. Oh, man. He was just walking up to guys. He's like, why does your face look like you want to fight me right now? Oh, and God. people are like, I don't know. I'm mad at you, and I want to fight you. And he's like, that's pretty gay. And then he just, like, <laughs> walk away and go in the other room. <laughs> and then he was just all of a sudden swimming in a pool. And the guy who runs the show was like, Ryan, can we talk? And he's like, I thought this was coming. And he gets out of the pool and gets kicked off the show. It's like, that is solid television. Ouch. Ouch. I want to see more drunk people on TV. It was funny. And then just like I tried to watch the next episode of the show because I felt invested because I watched that one. And then I watched, I watched the next episode and I was like, I miss Ryan. That was funny. <laughs> you can't kick the best guy off the show. Don't get sucked into The Bachelor. That's all I've seen. Yeah, don't do that. I dated a girl once that did that to me. And it took a long time. To did you get invested in the people, though? Nope. Uh, nope. Okay. Not really. Almost cheering for their... Uh, um, like the Minnesota Twins right now are my favorite baseball team, and they can never win this mm-hmm. season. So now I'm cheering for the for it to get as bad as possible. Right, that's sort of what I did in watching the Bachelor. Okay, yeah. they I think they know that's happening to some extent though I, with shows I, like that. I think so because everyone wants. I mean, those shows we think people like comedy. I think about this all the time. It's like you think uh, uh, there's a comedian as famous. Who's the most like Louis as sure. famous a comedian as there is right now? I don't know if my parents could tell you who he is. And then there's like an athlete, like oh that's famous, yeah yeah. Like Aaron Rodgers is, is famous. Really famous, Tom Brady is famous. Yeah. It's just like you people watching comedies, like oh this show is so big, everyone loves this show. It's like uh, this is a comedy show that everyone's super into, and then you find out, oh no no, people watch The Bachelor, like a hundred times more people watch The Bachelor yeah. than any comedy show. That's a, a thousand times more people watch an NFL game than any comedy show. Yeah, it's uh it's. Well, like, Wait, should I be doing an NFL podcast? Yes, <laughs> is that what you're saying? It'd be the first one. <laughs> yeah, right. Or comedy. Yeah. <laughs> also, how they're famous. People talking about sports are famous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, people who many... never played sports talking about it. Yeah, that's that's another insane level of it. Do you, would your parents know who Marv Albert is? Maybe. Yeah. I bet my dad would. Yeah. Yeah. The, anyone whose last name in, first name ends in a V, though, that's always on my parents' radar. <laughs> <laughs> that's just how they are. <laughs> they call it a radarv. You know, parents. Yeah. <laughs> Merv Griffin. Uh, oh, oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So I haven't done this for a while because I, it's been a while since I've had two guests uh, oh, and like, one show. It's going to be great. Yeah. So I busted out the old uh, four questions. I don't know if it's. No one knows it by that name. But yeah, no, the no. Old oh, four questions. Four yeah. questions. Yeah. So I printed out some questions. A golf quiz. Yep. <laughs> I printed some questions, gave them to the guys here uh, to answer about each other. I have not looked at these until right now. Yes. Oh, you're patting it. Caleb's patting Kyle on the back. Yeah. Is that good or bad? It's real good. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna, close. So I'm going to go through these one at a time, read each answer, and then I'll get your guys' uh, reaction to them here. All right. So um, this was the first one to Caleb. It says, describe the current contents of Kyle's pockets. 
And you said, a crucifix, a New Testament Bible, mm-hmm. and a wallet-sized photo of everyone in Ted Cruz's family. Uh, <laughs> am I, was I right? You missed, I don't have everyone in his family. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just, just the girls? Yeah, just <laughs> just, just <laughs> the girls who can, don't have driver's licenses. <laughs> <laughs> what a creep. What's creep? Oh, yeah, describing it, it sounds creepy. <laughs> So uh, describe the current contents of Caleb's pockets. And Kyle said, "Us iPhone, wallet, <laughs> purposeful lint, and one crisp $100 bill. Whoa. <laughs> I traded that in for some change <laughs> last did. night. He did. Last night he goes, can I get some change? And held up one $100 bill. I didn't hold it up that high. It wasn't as high as I, I didn't did let it. everyone know. It wasn't, but it was like... I wasn't bragging. I, just, I know. It's I just so to... funny. Because the new hundreds also say 100 in like one 8 hundred. million size font on the back. You pull it out and your pocket literally goes, $100 bill for the boy. <laughs> <laughs> they're, so, they're so comical compared to the rest of money that it's like you look like and you can't not look like a jerk holding one $100 well, bill. Well, that's up. why I traded it in. Yeah. Thanks traded for in for uh, 10 $100 bills somehow. <laughs> I love it. Um, next one. Kevin Hart has publicly floated the possibility he may soon step away from stand-up comedy, possibly forever. What would cause Caleb to step away from comedy? And Kyle said, an email scandal akin to Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have sent uh, bothered too many bookers, probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. From your home email? Yeah. I have a private server. Oh, geez. <laughs> And then uh, the other one is that Kevin Carter's publicly the same thing. What would Kyle, what would cause Kyle to step away from comedy? Caleb said one of his jokes getting a laugh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's like pretty true. It's pretty true as well. Woo! <laughs> just like, oh, this is what it feels like. I don't like this. <laughs> you get a laugh. You're like, oh, no. <laughs> Uh, name something, a song, photo, ad, whatever, uh, Kyle has on his phone that he doesn't want anyone to see. <laughs> Caleb said, the official Trump train 2016 app. It, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the update was huge. <laughs> it's still just like, it's a darker color pinwheeling still waiting to load, but <laughs> once I get on Wi-Fi. <laughs> I'm, re- I'm reading ahead here. I'm cheating here. Uh, name something that Caleb has on his phone that he doesn't want anyone else to see. And uh, Kyle said, a folder of photos called Booty That Had Me Like Maybes. <laughs> <laughs> Just the ones that we're not sure are going to make the cut. That is true. I have a large folder of Booty Had Me Likes that I'm sitting on. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. noticed there are dozens and dozens on your uh, social media feed. Someone tweeted at me the other day. They said, this is number 130. <laughs> I counted them all. Wow. Yeah. How, is, what's the, is there a good reason why those started? Is there a story behind that? <laughs> like no. That didn't say I, reason. It's my favorite thing on social media because I, 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 the beginning of it is dumb. I just Because you would always see it would be like Chris Tucker and Friday going like, damn. Yeah. And it would be like, booty had me like Chris Tucker and Friday. Booty had me when, like when this guy saw a butt. Yeah. <laughs> booty had me like when Chris Tucker sees one. So And I always thought that was so dumb and you see him getting reposted. It was just Yeah, like, yeah. A booty had me like this guy looking at a booty. So I thought it would be funny to have like Lincoln's presidential portrait. <laughs> yeah. Like a booty had you very solemn. Uh, and so I just started to get how awful could I, how dumb and inappropriate could I make them. Uh-huh. And so my, one of my favorite ones is uh, the, you know, the picture of Obama and Hillary watching bin Laden get shot. Oh, from the. Uh, yeah, they're all gathered the, around. conference room. Watching him yeah. yes. get killed. That one I really liked, or like you know, in Terminator Two, when the bomb goes off and she's holding onto the fence and just like blowing her, she's just a, she's a skeleton with flames blowing her flesh away. I had that one, and uh, so every day I think of like five or six, and God, I just save so them uh, because Do you I ever have anyone dumbest... send you one? Constantly, it's every day. People, I at least ten suggestions. People I don't even know right. will tweet at me or send me a Facebook and be like, "This, how about <laughs> hey, this?" Hey, Caleb, big fan, and uh, I tell long them, time like, booty, you first know, time you caller. Can post these. It's not. I didn't make this thing up. I just thought you might want to think that maybe this would make the booty have you like this. Like, you go ahead and post it, man. You thought of it. <laughs> this is the internet. You're like, why would I post your the thing? A gif of puck from the real world. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. I want people. I want more people to do it. I think it's so funny. I think it's the dumbest thing in the world. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. And to also, I'll, I'll sometimes do updates like, uh, <laughs> I thank you so much for everything you got. You booty had me like fans have done <laughs> for me and my family. 
Uh, thank you for keeping us in your prayers. And <laughs> I love to pretend that it's a uh, it matters meaningful. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but it does matter. It does not. <laughs> okay. All right, last one on the uh, four questions here. What's the most athletic uh, most athletic thing Kyle has ever done? Caleb said, uh, one time he bombed on two stages at the same damn time. <laughs> <laughs> one circle stage, two audiences. One circle stage, two audiences. <laughs> I don't know why they put a curtain in the middle. Make it one show. <laughs> it was just fun to say, this guy knows what I'm talking about. And that was the first thing I had said to the whole group of people. That's why we're a comedy team. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. And then, uh, what's the most athletic thing Caleb has ever done? Uh, the Lord of the Rings walking tour in New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been on that, but I would really like to go. Is that a thing? Yeah. <laughs> I want to go. I want to go. I'm a big fan. Let's Anytime go. a walking tour is the most athletic thing. <laughs> <laughs> I sat and tried to actually think about it. Then no. I gave up and put that. That was a good answer. Yeah. Uh, what I never asked is, how did you guys meet? We met in Montreal, I think. Yeah, at, uh, just for Last Festival last year. Last year? year? Last mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Look at about that. July of last year, so coming up on a year. Mm. It's been the best year of my life. Oh. Booty had me like and share. <laughs> 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 Have you guys done this, like your co-headlining this week mm-hmm. uh, at Acme? Has that mm-hmm. been done before he, with you no. two? No, I don't think it's been done here before. I don't think anyone's ever done it. Yeah, <laughs> no one's ever actually done anything together. <laughs> let, like let alone comedy. <laughs> no, but it's fun. It's really fun it to is do super it this fun. When I got here last night, like I arrived a little late. Uh, Kyle, you were on stage already. Um, so that obviously, so that was the order. I saw some of your act and all of yours, Caleb. Mm-hmm. The rest of the week, you guys flip flopping that. Yeah, or is tonight that... he's first, and then we'll flip flop it all week. Yeah, you flip flop it all week. All right. How? Will but pop... whoever goes first does the jokes from the first person, and then yes. whoever goes second does the second joke. Keeps it interesting. Yeah. <laughs> How much of his act do you think you could do right now? Not a lot. Not a lot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me either. I don't I can't do my act. No. <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> um no. I there, but there's probably only this we also were talking about yesterday with Norm's special, there's probably like ten jokes I can do from other people. Yeah. Honestly, my jokes I do differently every time. Which yeah. isn't a great practice. No, it keeps um, it fun. But I I kinda try and find what's funny about it to me every time but there's not a lot of comedians whose jokes i know i'll always be like it's funny when that guy talks about that thing and then i'll just laugh to myself and then be like mad if people are still actually quote i'm like no i'm laughing about this in my head yeah <laughs> but norm norm special is probably the last it's one where the i can really quote a joke it's so good um are you guys do you guys uh, sell anything after the shows or what do you what's your uh what do you do when the show's done? Hit the road immediately? Go out and get the, Do you uh, <laughs> Last night we watched everyone leave get... from a different room. Yeah. <laughs> that was super exciting. That was fun. Now I have a I found a Polaroid camera somewhere and I offered to take people oh, right. people want to take yeah. pictures with the audience. I said I would take a picture of them yeah. and no one even took me up on that. I think they may have thought it was a bit. Uh, it was a bit of fun I wanted to have. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uh, I I'm not going to give this away, but the joke that you ended with last night. Ah, uh, the nice quick bit. The nice, yeah, the nice <laughs> quick. Yeah. yeah. Quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it involves a basket. It does. And then at some point, and then it involves pictures. Yeah. So I'm just going to say right now that if anyone is coming to the show, when, when, he, when Kyle tells you, you can take your phone out and look. It is a up. weird thing. Um, I normally end that joke on the part that's funny at the end. Uh, but last night... Nope. Let's uh no, it's uh, What? It, no, it is I want to so it, it involves this story and I I want people don't want to take their phone out and they think you're joking yeah. for so long when you like take your phone out. I saw they have a projector here so I was maybe going to talk to them about throwing them up there. Oh yeah. Um, cuz that might be fun. Yeah. Did Are you look at them? Uh, nope. It's they're bad. <laughs> Should they're I? horrific. Yeah. <laughs> My imagination was better. The basket, yeah. Possibly. S- it's probably close to what you're imagining. <laughs> okay. I have a concert poster on the wall. <laughs> This is so vague. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get him. That'll get him. That'll get him. Uh, fellas, anything else we should mention that, you know, like you have uh, another uh, late night thing coming up or a recording or uh, 
We did the same TV or a show. Movie, TV oh yeah, show. yeah. We're gonna be on a, a TV show called Uproarious on Fuse. We want a stand up show. It's a stand up show. Fuse has a new stand up show, and we both did it. Uh, but it's it's not gonna air till later in the year. But mm-hmm. okay. keep an eye out for that. We're both on it. We, it, was it was fun. fun. Yeah, filmed at the same place. Yeah, mm-hmm. same night. Same and, night. Uh, yeah, we both did stand up. We both had a good set. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let me say again. The uh, you guys were super funny last night. I'm telling people to come. Thank you. Right here. Thanks. Publicly, in my private life, I'm stopping people and telling them to come out here. Thank you very much. And before we go, I do need to say just about the uh, all the Acme's been in the news this week. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I should mention something about that. If you're listening to this podcast, you've probably heard about it, um, that... There's a chance Acme could be forced to uh, relocate, move, close, who knows what, but not in the same thing, uh, not in the same existence it is right now because of some development across the street, and it would be a bitch to find a parking spot if that happened. Uh, so there is a petition online that people should go to uh, Acme's Facebook page, uh, and you'll find that, uh, or Acme on Twitter. Sign that petition. Uh, Acme yes. needs to stay right here. Mm-hmm. And come this weekend to show your support. Yeah. Damn right. Come Damn. see these two funny dudes. Funny dudes. And even Kyle and I were talking before we started recording, because he was telling me it's the first time he's really seen the club. Yeah, yeah. You were you were basically pitching me on all the great things about this club, you know? There are, you. we go to a lot of comedy clubs. Yeah. And... There are great things. It is there's stuff that matters to comedians that makes a great room that a, an audience would never really think about. The setup of the room. Mm-hmm. There's thought put into everything here. Yeah, and none of the pillars how, block anyone's life. None of the, how 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 a room is physically set up and how it's conducive to a show is very important. It's and you know a potentially moving can influence that. Yeah. Well, you know how tennis courts are all the same shape. You know, and baseball. I don't know why people think like, well, why ain't comedy going good? Well, it's yeah. like, well, well, I'm at a VFW at noon, or a hundred feet high, yeah, and uh, it's bright as hell. You know, here everyone is excited about the show. It's yeah. set up really nice. It makes for everyone to be comfortable and have a good time. Yeah, and there's just a lot of great things about this place. And I've been here for two days. See, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there you go. You, I, you followed that up perfectly. Thanks for the time, guys. Continued success. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us.